Today we are coming at you live from Massachusetts, and we have a surprise guest in the studio. No, I'm not from Massachusetts. I'm from New Hampshire. I'm the congressman from New Hampshire. This is actually one of the things that me and Elizabeth Warren agree on, is that you should never comb your hair, and they're also Americans can afford to pay for the rest of the world's health care. So let me ask you about this, Bernie. You were also talking about forgiving, what, up to $50,000 of the uh, college? Forgive it all. Forgive it all. How is that going to... They should have to pay nothing. How's that going to benefit everybody, though? That will allow them to manifest their, their true time and talent into whatever they see fit. But how does that how does that make the people feel that uh, went directly to work? It doesn't matter. They're racist. Oh, really? Okay. That, that's racist. Okay. So, but what let's, what about these people that went directly to the workforce? Didn't didn't choose to go to college, and now they're having to pay for someone else's debt. Well, that's that's the that's part of the white privilege. Well, what if they're not white? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because they've benefited from a system that is set up. The system is set up to benefit people people like them. Doesn't matter what color they are. So it's, the system is set up just to benefit college attendees. It's no, not even for it's, people it's, that no, it's, it's, it's no the people the people that benefit from white benefit from white privilege. But what if they're not white? It doesn't matter. Does it make them white if they go to college? Yes. No. Really? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, let, let's just talk about these mittens you've been wearing then. Oh, the mittens were just lovely. I was just cold though. Oh, okay. Look like you just took some toilet paper and wrapped it around your hands. No, the woman the woman that made those, the woman that made them has been inundated with a lot of orders, but she doesn't want to make them. That's not her day job. Oh. She just made them as a gift for me. Maybe she's going back to college now that she can get $50,000 of it. Forgetting. I hope so. Oh. Every, everybody, college should be for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no. So anyways, common man's common sense. Here we go. Uh, obviously, Rush Limbaugh passed away this week, and uh, that's huge. Everybody knew that that was coming, but um, that's one of the things that I've even talked about on here before that I'm real adamant about whenever the, uh, Kaylee McEnany was referring to, to Rush babies. I'm definitely one of those. My sister, my brother, because uh, obviously like, my dad was a huge fan from the onset of when whenever Rush Limbaugh was nationally, went nationally syndicated, and... So we, we shared a few uh, messages in a text thread about it. Oh, yeah. the uh, I forget what county I, the a county it was. I know it was a county in California. Cali- yeah, a county in California. So, uh, yeah, a bunch of school board members thought they were on a private Zoom call. I guess it was – I don't know if it was prior to what was supposed to be like a, uh, like a school board meeting or something with – but anywho, they thought they were alone – and uh, they weren't. <laughs> well, is that because um, I, I did read some about that? Was that where they said the, the people just wanted their babysitter back? Yeah, it was something about they uh, they talked about that well, wanting their babysitter back, and there uh, something about the uh, the medicinal marijuana. I, I, I forget how they put it. I'll have, but just. The audacity that they want their babysitter back, like, no, our, our taxes pay your salary. We, it's not a babysitter. We're paying for an education via our tax dollars, you arrogant bastards. Yeah, here it is. Oakley Union School District is located east of San Francisco. So that's where yeah, it is. Yeah, go figure. What else does it say? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it says they want to pick on us because they want their babysitters back. That's <laughs> what the president said. Yeah, pick on them. Yeah. Totally picking on them. Poor guys. Are we alone, trustee Kim BDS, for a launch and the tirade? And then it's uh, filled full of expletives. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know, that's who's teaching your kids. Yeah, that's 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 pretty disturbing. Which uh, there was something I was watching on Stephen Crowder earlier where he was showing the, the trannies, you know, the, the transgender story hour, all the, the uh, influx of transgenderism they're trying to <clears throat> instill into the, into the curriculum and pretty much nationwide but using that as uh, a reason to homeschool your kids and I couldn't agree more because these are the whack jobs that are indoctrinating your children from kindergarten and on well the, the teachers are like they're the new divas like they're they are the new COVID diva oh for sure like at, at first it started out with the healthcare workers like all of the all of the nurses and stuff like they got their 15 minutes of fame uh, those are and, heroes yeah for sure 
And, uh, yeah, they, they got their 15 minutes of fame and they were, uh, you know, they were spending most of their 15 minutes to make TikTok videos. <laughs> and then everybody figured that out. And now it's, now it's the teachers. Like we, we don't want to go back. Is that not something that you so would they, say? They had no idea that it was open to the public. They had no idea. That was like a kid. Yeah, that's something that my child would say when they get caught. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. <laughs> hey, we're, this meeting's open to the public. No, no. Mm. <laughs> you know they're hard to Every one of them resigned. Every one of them. Yeah, they did. And they shouldn't be employable again. So um, the Joe Biden town hall. All right, clip number one. Here we go. authority to do a place on the You have, um, over the years, over your career, you've already spent a great deal of time at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, except now you're living there and you're president. It's been four weeks. What's it like? How's it different? I get up in the morning and look at children and say, where the hell are we? Um, no, it's, um, look, it's, uh, <laughs> You mean to tell me it took him to get elected to say that? Not, I, I feel like that was probably going on before the White House. Well, the, I tell you what, that was a hardball question, though. Like, that, that, I mean, that was a tough question. How, how are you going to answer something like that, dude? <laughs> that guy goes to they, the bathroom to brush his teeth. He's like, where the hell am I? <laughs> they, never hit, they never hit Donald Trump with anything remotely that difficult. I mean, they're really putting the... I think that's the most honest thing he said, dude. <laughs> they're, they're putting his feet to the fire. There's, there's no question about it, dude. Oh, and and, and then this is, uh, this is really... This is a really bad one here. Um, and this tells you what kind of freaking shill on American sack of garbage just douchebag is. Check this one out. Here we go. Clip number two. And I, I don't know how. So this is this is Joe Biden on China's human rights violation and the genocide against the Uyghur Muslims. So let's listen. Chinese leaders, if you know anything about Chinese history, it has always been the time when China has been victimized by the outer world is when they haven't been unified at home. So the central, to vastly overstated, the central principle of Xi Jinping is that there must be a united, tightly controlled China. And he uses his rationale for the things he does based on that. I point out to him, no American president can be sustained as a president if he doesn't reflect the values of the United States. And so the idea, I'm not going to speak out against what he's doing in Hong Kong, what he's doing with the Uyghurs in Western mountains of, of uh, China and Taiwan, China and the one China policy by making it forceful. I, I said, and by the way, he said he, he gets it. Culturally, there are different norms in each country and they, their leaders are expected to follow. So, so slavery is bad unless it's China. Uh, human rights atrocities and genocide are bad unless it politically benefits you unless it financially benefits you and your corrupt crooked terrible son i mean that really i mean did what? he just say that culturally some things like that they're meant to be followed or i, I guess that culturally in china that's is acceptable as so part of their culture so, so yeah so he's not going to speak out against it because it's it's culturally acceptable there so and and but likewise you know it's culturally acceptable to you think throw, the people that are working slave labor you, you think that they really accept it <laughs> Not dogs. It's <laughs> like they're really accepting of it. But I mean, but think about it though. If you're an extreme leftist that voted for this guy, it, which again, he was last. He was last string. Everybody knows that. Um, but by the time it came down to the general election, these fools were happy to vote for this moron. How well, do you feel about this now? You know what I mean? Like how? And, and but because a lot of those people have tuned out since the election, so they don't hear these things. Like you don't even know what this dude's really about. But for him to say that, I mean, this—could you imagine if Donald Trump had said that? Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, he would be eviscerated. He would be. Oh yeah, it'd just be playing over and over and over again. 
this this buffoonery, and that's we're just on number two. Which that guy? There's no way that guy that guy didn't win. I'm sorry. No. no. Do you see when Trump was acquitted, the tens of thousands of people at the drop of a hat that lined the streets of Florida? Mm-hmm. To to I mean, it was like another Trump parade. Yeah. Just, yeah. And then they got together again on President's Day. <laughs> I mean, out of nowhere. Yeah. We all saw Biden's campaign rallies. Well, <laughs> to be fair, though, Kamala Harris, uh, Camilla, what's her name? How you say it? Kamala. Kamala. Kamala returned back to, to California. I think it was today. And uh, <laughs> there was a rally for her. There was, there was two people for her motorcade. Both of them? Yeah, two people. And both of the people and, and were they there. they were married. It was a couple. So it was an old, old senile couple, dude. And I think that, I think they found some random people and handed them Biden signs. But yeah, it's pretty, pretty freaking pathetic, dude. And here's a really, really rich one. This is, uh, this is clip number three. Let's see here. Let me cue this up. But yes, he, he, he did not win. And everybody knows it. This is great. The, uh, the other part, the portion is a lot of people don't know how to register. Not everybody in the community in the Hispanic. Let, let me, let me. This is, this let, is the one that I saw. Let me start over. So the question was, are racial disparities in COVID-19 vaccinations a priority for your administration? Uh, hang on, bear with me. And how will they be addressed? The, uh, the other part, the portion is a lot of people don't know how to register. Not everybody in the community in the Hispanic and the African-American community, particularly in uh, uh, rural areas that are distant and or inner city districts, know how to use... What, wait, I need to hear that part again. Hang on. That's... Okay, hang on. Register. Not everybody in the community, in the Hispanic and the African-American community, particularly in uh, uh, rural areas... Particularly in rural areas. <laughs> okay. In rural, rural areas. City. And inner and cities. Inner cities. So that's pretty so. much everybody, you stupid. <laughs> know how to use, know how to get online to determine how to get in line for that COVID vaccination. Man, get this clown shoe off of the stage. What are you babbling about? So you're telling me these people that live on their smartphone have no idea how to use the internet. And so, oh, it's just the rural, the rural people. And it's, uh, there you go. And the, uh, and the inner city people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, he's basically going back. He said this before. He's basically saying, poor kids are just as smart as white <laughs> oh, kids. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's in a nutshell, that's what he's saying. It's, you know, I mean, if, if you're from rural areas or inner cities and you're a minority, you don't know how to do this. Dude, and, and remember, this is the guy that, that quote unquote didn't want his his uh, children growing up in a race in a racial jungle. Terribly racist individual, but they and that's the crazy thing about the left. They do it with global warming. They do it with everything. You re, you you um something gets stagnant, old people figure it out. People are so damn stupid. You tear it apart, put it back together, and and resell it as something new. Just package. It's the same old thing with a different freaking shit package. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's basically saying that popcorn doesn't know how to do that. Yeah. Corn pop. Corn pop. Yeah. Corn. Hey, well, listen, corn pop was a bad dude, and he ran a lot of bad boys. Yeah. Well, corn pop doesn't know how to, he, I mean, he's probably, I don't know where corn pop was, whether yeah. it be rural or inner city, he doesn't. Corn Pop has no idea how to do this. If Corn Pop Jr. catches one of this, he might just whip your. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> never mind. All right, here we go. This. Oh, here we go. Hey, speaking of the uh, the interracial jungle, here here we go with the next clip. Interracial disparities. I'm going to say something's going to get me. In trouble. Okay, hold on. the the. Uh, let me see the question. How can we avoid over legislating police while also training? Officers to police with compassion. Because compassion should... Okay, anyway. That should be of utmost importance when you're policing. Compassion needs to be probably right up there at the top of the list. For sure, sensitivity training first. (laughs) Absolutely. Law enforcement later. Racial disparities. I'm going to say something's going to get me in trouble, which you couldn't go through a whole show without doing that. And that is that, think about it. You want to know where the American public is, look at the money being spent in advertising. Did you ever five years ago think every second or third ad out of five or six you'd turn on would be biracial couples? No, no, 
no, I'm not, I'm not being facetious. The reason I'm so hopeful is this new generation. They're not like us. They're thinking differently. They're more open. And we got to take advantage of it. I don't know what that means, taking taking advantage. Uh, I don't, <coughs> in relation to the question, I don't even know what that means in relation to the question. How, what Number one, what does that have to do with policing? Number two. Why is it relevant? Right. I mean, it's, it's totally irrelevant, but it's also biracial couples in every commercial isn't indicative of what society actually is. Are there biracial couples? Sure. Are they that prominent? No. Should we pretend they are? No. I don't see the problem, but um, this is the guy that said that he this is the guy that did oppose busing. He he opposed desegregation and said he didn't want his kids growing up in an interracial jungle. And so again, now you want to repackage this guy and sell him as somebody that champions interracial relationships or anything of of the sort or the, the nature and not a vehement clan supporting racist. No, anybody that buys this is a moron. Moron. <laughs> Oh, here's the here's here's the humdinger. We'll save the best. For, we'll save the best for last. Let's see. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Sorry. Everybody knows I like kids better than people. So I saw a picture of you with your grandson recently. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought kids were people. Well, I got another question. So, Keith, what, I did way better than people. What is it? Who is that? That's uh, Anderson Cooper. Yeah, we all know you like kids, Joe. What the hell nine month old is Anderson Cooper at home with? That's freaking terrifying. We've watched you smell kids for a while, buddy. We know you <laughs> we, like them. We gotta find out about Anderson Cooper. This, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously concerned for this kid's safety. Because, okay, hang on. Who is this kid he's with? Did they adopt a kid? This guy. Who's that, Anderson Cooper? Yeah. You know, I think so. I have no idea. It's ex- this is weird. It's extraordinary. Anderson Cooper reflects on welcoming baby after tragedy, talks co-parenting with ex. Uh, but isn't he gay? Yes. Announced Very. on air last week that his son, born via surrogate, plans to co-parent Wyatt with his former partner nightclub. That's freaking weird, dude. That is weird to me. It's weird, man. <laughs> That's just weird, man. Anderson Super's Anderson Super's con. Anderson Cooper's son was just named the cutest baby alive. Man, I don't even. By who? Yeah, yeah, not true. Well, I mean, it's not technically it's not biologically his, but dude, is that not? That's, I'm I'm just gonna say that's disturbing, dude. You have that, number one. You're a weirdo to begin with. Who? Which that kid's not cute, anyways. He looks. He's not cute. No, the kid's not cute. He's not even biracial. That's racist of Anderson Cooper. That's not very inclusive. No, it isn't, dude. I know everybody's seen about Ted Cruz. (laughs) Ken Coon Cruz. (laughs) This guy (laughs) rolls off to Cancun in the middle of everyone. I mean, like... Man, it was cold, dude. Millions of people in Texas out of power. He was cold. Which these guys are, they keep talking about it, you know, how we need to do. Oh. Oh, is that coming through here? Yeah. I'm hearing the story of Corn Pop. Yeah. The legend. I just had to look that up. I just had to look. I didn't know it was coming through here, though. No, I don't I don't like Ted Cruz after he sold out President. After he sold out President Trump. And like that, he was the one that was. <clears throat> jock in to argue the election fraud in front of the Supreme Court, which I liked. But then after, you know, recently, he came out and said that uh, that, that Donald Trump had no proof of like He never proved election fraud. And of course he didn't. He never had the chance. And it, because yeah, no they, court they, would take the case. Exactly. So, um, and not on merit, on standing. They So, um, yeah, Ted, Ted Cruz, man, he's he's just a charlatan. He's like the rest of them, man. That guy, he's bogus. That guy's. Well, they said t- something like twenty five percent of Texas of their energy 
comes from like wind farms and, you know, eco solar panels, eco-friendly style stuff. Mm-hmm. And all of that's useless for the moment. Yeah, yeah, these, yeah these wind, exactly. These wind turbines are frozen. And you can go back to the last debate uh, between Trump and um, and um, Joe Biden. When they talked about renewable energy, Donald Trump specifically mentioned windmills as, as being finicky and unreliable and they kill birds. He's, I can't remember what his exact... <laughs> Yeah, finicky's a thing. Un- unreliable for sure. Glitchy, pricey, and unreliable, and they kill birds. That's that's what it was. And but yet again, he's proven right. They champion this technology, and those things are cool. But they shouldn't be the obviously case in point. The other thing you depend on now. There was also um, something where where they're allowing the new administration's allowing access to our our power grid by China right before all this stuff happened. And again, I, I don't want to get too into that because I don't know the in and outs of it, but. China having any type of access to our infrastructure in any way is a bad idea, but that nothing surprises me with it, especially considering their ties to China and the money they've made with with China. But you know, as far as Ted Cruz <laughs> going to Cancun, I mean, I think it's emblematic of of how they all operate, man. Like they're they're the elite class. He even passed the buck on his daughters. Did you see that? He blamed it on his daughters. I did. What What did yeah. you say? Yeah, he, he, he blamed it on their trip. He's like, yeah, my daughters wanted to go. You know, so he can't even take responsibility for his own actions. I mean, I teach my five-year-old kids that. Yeah. But, I mean. I Which there is a double standard how they're going after him. For, and in perfect case in point, um, Carrie, they're, they're, of course, they're firing up the global warming train. Again, re- repackaging that. And, and um because he's going to be the, the spearheading their whole environmental agenda, and someone had confronted him about going to the to the uh, whatever the G seven summit or whatever it is, the environmental summit on his private jet. Be a private jet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's the only thing a person like me but, can do. I do believe Bill Gates is the same thing. Right, and so he's the one that's telling us all to eat one hundred percent synthetic beef now. Dude, you're out of your mind. This guy. Yeah, yo. he's probably getting Kobe steak over there. Oh yeah, that's you know. Oh no, he looks pretty malnourished, man. That that guy looks like a worm. You look like your spine's made out of goo. Like you just look like. A, I mean, <laughs> oh, I guarantee he, you that guy's micro and soft. Yeah, dude, that that, that guy's terrible. He's very effeminate for to be a male. But, but they uh, said now he's the largest owner landowner of farmland yeah. in the United States. Well, hey, listen, whenever they, they give that f- stuff to black farmers, maybe they can take it from his white ass. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, it's the, per- it's the perfect answer, dude. You, you subscribe to this ideology as far as reparations. So, and that's one of the things that Cory Booker was trying to do was reappropriate, like they did in South Africa, land to, to black farmers. Take it from this guy. Obviously, he has a gargantuan surplus. Take it from him. <laughs> you you yeah, don't need all that. Right. Well, they were talking about his carbon footprint. You know, that's all the rage. But, it, and he's another one. You know, he flies all over freaking Timbuktu. And this guy's got, mold. I think they said he had something like four private jets, a fleet of helicopters. Like this guy, I mean, he emits more carbon than, I mean, if, if I started a fire right now, you know, if if I lit a volcano, I couldn't spew as much emissions as this guy does. You know, over over the course of a year. Yeah, and and that's the which. Speaking of Rush, I was watching an old clip from '92 where he was on, uh, I think it was Dateline, debating Al Gore back then, because in 1992, even back then, which I, this stuff goes back to the '70s. This this nonsensical ideology. That's how Rush Limbaugh was able to to call a spade a spade then. Um, 10 years from 1992, boom, we only have 10 years to save the planet or we're done. You know what I'm saying? So, all right, so then we're to 2002. Then 2006 comes along because I had a coworker, Coco, bought into this hook, line, and sinker. So he came to work after he watched that uh, bullcrap film, The Inconvenient Truth, which was so cool because it had, like, the smokestack (laughs) with a tornado (laughs) popping out, or not a tornado, but rather a hurricane popping out of the top. It was so scary. And so Coco bought it hook, line, and sinker, like, you don't understand what's going to happen. Like, he's, he's, he stopped eating meat. That's why. <laughs> I'm serious. He became a vegan. And then what AOC here recently, she gave us, what, 
12 years, something like that. No, they keep putting a time frame on it. Yeah, why? They keep pushing it back. We got to be making some headway yeah, yeah. on this global and, warming yeah, thing. And, and people still buy it. Oh, it's going to be everywhere. And, and judging by the 2006 I'll tell you standard, what, though. These pricks are still buying oceanfront property. Yes. If you think the sea level is, you know, if you legitimately yeah. think that the sea level is going to rise, why are you buying all that beachfront property? Well, see, according to him, and that's one of the things with them, so... Um, if, if, if as a conservative, you make a joke that, um, like, like right now with this ice storm, man, good thing for this global warming. And John Kerry just said, and so did Al Gore, that this is because of global warming. Explain that. The so ice they, well, storm is yes. because of global warming. Yes. Oh, well, wow. I think now they, they've changed their tune on the global warming thing. The, the phrase they like to use now is climate change. Well, he uh, he did re- he did use the term global warming, and I think we can all admit that the climate changes. I mean, well, otherwise we'd still be in the last ice age. Yeah, the climate change. It's is it because cavemen lit fires, and you know what I mean? Like they. Well, we discover fire. Anyway, it'll take us out of Ice Age. Why, why? I, I don't think the cavemen talk like that. <laughs> no, they definitely I, did. I think they were more like, oh, we, well, <laughs> we started the fire. I, I think they were more liberal, dude. You, you know what I'm so? saying? Like, yeah, because everybody knows liberals get stuff done, dude. They're real manly. It's kind of their defining characteristic. They had like a well-groomed beard, plaid shirt, corner <laughs> no, glasses. We made a fire. <laughs> With beard oil. Yes. Uh, here it is. It says that... Uh, Bill and Melinda Gates reportedly own 242,000 acres, about a third of the size of Rhode Island, a farmland across as many as 18 states, with the biggest holdings in Louisiana and Arkansas. Good God, I bet he got that land in Arkansas cheap. You ever been to Arkansas? <laughs> yeah. Now, it says, and this is dates back to 2013, uh, as part of that 2013 sale, a Chinese company now owns 146,000 acres of prime U.S. farmland. How is that even legal? Yeah, really. Come on, man. That's how. How much land does the U.S. government own in China? What do you think the going rate? How many yen? <coughs> how many yen is it going to set me back to, <laughs> to buy some land in China? But. So, uh, going back to uh, the inconvenient truth, the uh, the 9-11 memorial was supposed to be flooded, uh, let's see, what are we, in 2021? Uh, so, that would have been in uh, t- 2016. That should have been flooded. And so, whenever Hurricane Sandy came through and, like, water made it up over their barriers and stuff like that, oh, look, see, he's vindicated. Al Gore was right. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Let's back up because, like I said, with this ice storm, if I say... Oh yeah, this global warming. Oh, that's that's not climate. That's weather. Likewise, that's not climate. That's weather. That doesn't have anything. You can't have it both ways, you morons. And people buy this crap. They have zero critical thought when 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 they're selling this. I can't. I I still can't believe that they're. And it's the same with everything. It's the same with with um, everything the Democrats and the leftists do. So just like the race stuff we were talking about a second ago, the guy that was talking about when he said. Uh, they're not like us. He 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 just said that. Um, they're more biracial couples. They're more open-minded. They're not like us, right? Because you're a closed-minded bigot that that was a, a protege of of Strom Thurmond. You're a racist, dude. You you endorsed all the racist policies. You pushed racist policies. So, um, but you repackage it just like you repackage global warming. But it's so divisive too. With every everything, even with, and that's one of the things that, that Rush Limbaugh was talking about, even in 1992, how they back then it's just these two warring factions. The conservatives disagree with it, um, and, and the liberals agree with it. Even back then, like they, they're, it's it's meant to be divisive. Well, that and just like, goes back to that double standard you were talking about. How the the left will conveniently, you know, it'll you know it'll put Ted Cruz in the in the spotlight for yes. whatever stupid bonehead move that that guy made this oh, that, week. That, that was but, an idiot move. But what did you hear about like when Lori Lightfoot during the lockdowns? You know, she's going out having her hair done, stuff like that. Gretchen Whitmer, her husband was. Are you, know, are, are you sure she had her? Yeah, she, was, she. That's a waste of money. Well, and she she was doing it to make herself look more like Beetlejuice. <laughs> but, but like the, the Gretchen Wimmer lady, like her husband, she he goes down to the boat ramp and he's like, "Don't you know yeah, who I sure. am? You know, I'm like, well, my wife is the governor." 
And and the, the Gavin Newsom, like that guy during lockdown, COVID lockdown, probably the strictest place in America, you know, in California. This guy lockdown, and he's he's sitting with everybody in, in a restaurant. And, yeah, and look at Nancy Pelosi too. Nancy Pelosi, she got yeah. great. Well, yeah. no, uh-huh. So Gavin Newsom's the one that had the big like. Um, yeah, he had banquet. a little family. Yeah, he had a little yeah. family get together. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's that's, that's pretty bad. So yeah, I'm not. But I'm not making excuses for Ted Cruz by sure. any means at all. Like, right the dude over the coals. That was a bonehead move for sure. But but just looking at Gretchen Whitmer, can you imagine, like, after her husband got back home, the ball break, and he probably got... Because, like, she looks like the most psycho of psycho hose beasts. Like, <laughs> does she not? I mean, that woman looks like a freak. Yeah, it don't. Yeah. It, it look, she looks like someone I would sleep with one eye open. You know that. Like, you know her husband's a flat out cuck anyway. <laughs> he is. That guy was just happy. You. He was like, he probably went home. He was probably stomping his feet, you know, and he was like, they wouldn't let me get in the boat. Stomping his feet. Oh, that cat was stomping his feet for certain. <laughs> Which, true or false, that, that bimbo has slashed more than two sets of tires <laughs> in her life. <laughs> she's, a, she's a complete stage five cleaner. Oh, she's disgusting. She's, yeah, she's, she's psycho, dude. She'll slash a tire your car spray paint the side of it yeah she'll do all that dude she uh and, and because she treats her constituents that way like you treat them like your ex-boyfriend like you constantly berate them you know what i'm saying you beat them mercilessly like you're terrible you're horrible why'd you people elect that's the, probably the truth is she cheated to get in office too surely they didn't elect your psychotic ass who could see her campaign and think man i had a girlfriend that looked like that once <laughs> over her you know what i mean that's I wouldn't vote for nobody look like that. So I got one from the Gateway Pundit. The Nelson County Republican Party wrote Senator Mitch McConnell on Tuesday demanding his immediate re- demanding he immediately resign from his leadership position with the Republican Party's caucus in the United States Senate. This comes after McConnell's comments on Saturday in an explosive editorial Wall, Wall Street Journal viciously attacking and smearing President Donald Trump. Nelson County Chairman Don Thrasher pointed out McConnell's complete and total disdain for the will of your constituents for the reason for the letter. Several more GOP leaders have joined Chairman Thrasher in calling for Mitch McConnell to step down as the GOP leader of the U.S. Senate, which contain, includes rather... Butler County, Kentucky, Hart County, Kentucky, Simpson County, and Simpson County, Kentucky. Quote, if we had an election for him tomorrow, he'd lose in a landslide, which that's also one of the things that that was reading today, that that Trump's basically fielding people to primary establishment Republicans at at his resort in West Palm Beach, which is interesting. Um, One of the people that wanted to get a meeting with him (coughs) was Nikki Haley. And she got denied, which is pretty pretty funny, which I guess Lindsey Graham is supposed to have a meeting with him sometime this weekend because Lindsey Graham's worried about the feud between him and Mitch McConnell costing the Republican Party Senate seats. I'm real concerned about the Republican Party Senate seats. Yeah, I'm all broke up about it. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. And It's like we've talked before, man. Like, you, you guys keep giving us dog turds to elect. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, well, you're, not only are you serving up a dog turd, you're putting a bun on and telling me it's a freaking hot dog, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it don't taste like no hot dog. It sucks. But it's at the point now, you know it's a crap hot dog, and they're Ah, man, well, it's better than this freaking cat piss water. You know what I'm saying? Like, this cat piss you told me was Coke. So, man, I guess I'll just eat this crap hot dog. No, yeah, I'll, hold my, I'll hold my nose and vote for this guy again. Yeah. No, so um, that that's that's pretty exciting. Um, I, I hope that they can mount a good offense. Um, so Mitch McConnell, because Donald Trump had responded to Mitch McConnell's attack and um, – Mitch McConnell's response to that was that he he was just going to take the high road and basically ignore him, which is probably the smartest thing that he could do. But that's not going to stop Donald Trump from coming after him like a rabid pit bull. And I think that uh, I, I think it's going to be interesting. I, I hope that they're able to primary some of these people and get us some some competent leadership that, that knows how to fight in there, which uh, the CPAC um, blackballed Marjorie Green. But Trump will be speaking. I want to say that's either next week or the week after. Yeah, I just read an article about that, uh, about him speaking at that, his first appearance. Speaking of Palm Beach, did you see the woman that got the late night visit from Palm Beach police? They, I've got an article. It's Palm Beach, uh, Palm Beach County moves spot from maskless spectators. 
uh, to another building. So this some kind of city council, um, some kind of local government, whatever. Um, they move on. They won't let anybody that's not wearing a mask attend the meeting in that particular building. So it says uh, rows of foldable chairs have been set up for at least nine months just outside the doors of the Palm Beach County Commission Chambers on the sixth floor of the uh, Robert Wiseman Governmental or Governmental Center in the West Palm in West Palm Beach. So on Facebook, there was a couple of people that got on there and were like, "Yeah, we would like to uh, basically just making a joke," which uh, which as you know, like cancel culture has pretty well killed comedy and any form of joke. Uh, in today's age, it says, I don't, I don't actually care, but this is the kind of person I am. I honestly want to leave hundreds of garbage, uh, hundreds of bags of garbage on this lady's lawn, one of the commission. And, um, so another lady put in thousands of masks. So on Facebook, which is another reason why you don't need to be on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So anywho, later on that night, um, West Palm beach police visit this lady's home and, uh, so being 2021, whatever, everybody's got a phone, you know, camera, whatever, readily available. So she videos it. And uh, here's that uh, here's that exchange. Do you have any identification on you? What do you want? Badge, gun, handcuffs? Okay. Thanks. So just so you know, this guy shows up. He's in, he's a plainclothes cop. So she says, do you have any identification? Oh, yeah, I got a badge, gun, handcuffs. Okay, do you have any identification? <laughs> like, what? Anybody can get a gun and handcuffs. Right. I, I get a badge at freaking Walmart. Like, I don't. <laughs> so, and this, this apparently, this is somewhere like 11 o'clock at, okay. at night. Yeah. So, all right. Well, the reason why we're here is uh, bothering you on a Friday night is I guess you and some guy named Anthony were posting on social media that you were going to go trespass on a county commissioner's property, dump garbage on her property. I didn't say that I would dump garbage on her property. Well, that was the discussion that you guys were having, right? Dude, what on earth? So she didn't actually say that, that she was going to dump right. garbage on her property. She didn't say, I'm she, going to do she, it. No, I would like to do it. She said, and thousands of masks. Yeah. that's That was the extent of her post. Yeah. So. Wow. So. Okay. That's the discussion you guys were having. Uh, so the no, reason, it wasn't. Show you the post. I plead the fifth. Okay. Okay. That's fine. So, uh, trespassing is a crime. Dumping garbage on people's property is a crime. So, don't do it. Okay. But you plead. Is that that why you all are here? Yeah. Yeah. Today's day and age, man. You're you're talking about trespassing on, you know. We're talking about trespassing, but okay. Going on somebody's property is trespassing, right? I didn't say any of those words. Okay. All right, that's cool. All right, have a good night. Don't trespass. It's a crime. Wow. So all of this for that? He's a little salty, isn't he? He is a little salty. Jeez, dude. <clears throat> but she goes on to tell him that that's basically just in, an intimidation tactic. Absolutely it is. It, this yeah. is just fear-mongering. You know that, right? Fear-mongering of what? Of a citizen for nothing. For nothing. Sorry you feel that way. I do. I'm putting my kids to bed, and you're you're wasting tax dollar money to come out here and... Tell you not to commit a crime? Yes. I'm not committing a crime, and no, I wasn't... I'm telling you not to commit a crime. Right, and I'm not planning on committing a crime. Then that's even better. No, how they all... That's like something out of Minority Report. Yes, that's that's disturbing. You know, this is like pre-crime. Yeah. You know, we're going to lock you up for committing yeah. a pre-crime. No crime has been committed. Like, right, and that's a thing. Like, it, it's funny, haha. You know, oh, we're going to dump since they're not letting us, you know, in the building without mask or whatever. Dump mask on the lawn. Ah, uh, I mean, can we move past it? So, if they're going to do some pre-crime visits like that, why don't they choose some actual crimes? Why don't and that's what a lot of people were saying. They were yeah. like, well, I guess there's no crime to be had in Palm Beach County. They've they've solved all the rapes, the murders, the, you know, the kidnappings, whatever. And uh, Well, as a special treatment for, a, for an overzealous commissioner, getting specialized treatment that you get to send out the police on your behalf to even, you know what I mean, to intimidate somebody from even talking bad about you on, on the internet. That's, that's crazy right there. That's crazy, man. That's my Joe Rogan impression. Man, oh, yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. That's solid. Uh, she's not a civilian. She was on my property. I'd like to know her name. 
So what so, are we watching here? So this is the same exchange. She goes out. She asked for the badge number because there was there were two officers involved, and there was some random lady, and she's saying, "I want your two officer. I want your you two to identify yourself. I want your badge numbers and your names." And and this lady's just kind of scurrying off in into the night, into the darkness, mm-hmm. and she's demanded to know who the lady is. And this is that exchange. I'm sorry? But what was the civilian's name? She was on my property. I think I have a right to know that. But she was on, this is my property. I have a right to know who this Ma'am, woman is. Here's the deal. We've identified all the law enforcement officers on your property. But she, I would like to know who okay. the stranger wow. was that was trespassing on my a, property. She is not alone. So you just knocked on my door at 11 o'clock while I'm putting my kids to bed to tell me not to trespass. And now you won't tell me who this and lady. And I'm assuming that's the commissioner. No idea. Has to Probably be. so. Wow, dude, what a yeah. case. Has to be. Enforcement officer. But she was trespassing on my property. We've identified officer. all the law enforcement officers. Is that right? She was trespassing on my property. She didn't have no. She any... was. She was right here on the sidewalk. That's not trespassing. Uh, sir, she was not sitting on the sidewalk. She was actually right there, and I have video evidence of it. Which is the great thing about yeah. video. Yeah. No, she wasn't. I saw her. She was yeah. here. Got it well, on good, video. Good for her. Good Good for that lady. Ma'am, we're not going to debate cartilage. You, you, listen, you Does the woman work for the... There's, there's nothing to debate. Yeah. It's on video. But it, it has to be the... I'm with you. It has to be the commissioner, right? Sure. Yeah, it has to be. Well, otherwise, they, they wouldn't be going to that length or extent. And, and, like, how often does that happen that a civilian's riding with two... Obviously... They're, they're friends of hers or friends of her husband's or something like that. Like, so she's getting specialized treatment where they're going to go on her behalf because she's a commissioner and, and then try to intimidate someone into leaving her alone. But, and think about it. I wonder how, how, how much time had transpired between the, them posting that and that occurrence right there. The same night or. It doesn't give a timeline as far yeah. as. Yeah, that that's pretty disturbing. But like you said earlier, because and it's one of the things I'm extremely adamant about: don't put anything on the internet, especially on Facebook. Like, um, it's one of the things when my dad had that garbage, um, because anybody could see it or however it was that it was set up. I'm not real familiar with it, but when you're having those, especially anything political, man, the the left is so and. That's that's not me being biased. The left is uh, they're psychotic, man. They they do crazy things. They're the ones that do things like that. Slash tires, um, getting with people. Like look at look at the BLM protests and stuff like that. Um, they tear people's stuff up. They target people. They cancel people. They show up to their homes. They tear up their property. That that dude. That's not me being biased. That's that's proven. Everybody knows that. Um, don't give those people the opportunity to know who you are on social media. That's just stupid. And so, like, w- with my dad, he just wanted to get stuff off his chest. And he's a rebel rouser. He liked to punch buttons. Don't punch people's buttons, man. It's like, I don't need people showing up at my house threatening my safety or anything like that. And, like, you can drop all the machismo and, and all that. People don't need to know where you live. And so there was actually an instance where um, someone close close to here was posting on social media about another another neighbor that was pro Trump, and that guy didn't take very kindly to it. So once it, once he found out about it, it was, it was pretty ugly. I don't know whatever happened with that, but yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't followed up with him. Yeah, but like they, they that he guy, did, uh, but he didn't say he was going to uh, address him face to face when he saw him outside. Yeah, and uh, but it's the same thing though. That this guy was a little pencil neck dweeb, like dyed hair a nose ring ear gate just all malnourished looking well i know they're which they're malicious anyway as far as doxing people like actual journalists like the uh andy no Mm -hmm. i don't know if you've ever listened to that guy and uh elijah schaefer Mm -hmm. um which of those guys are actually guys like boots on the ground guys that are actually going and doing physical like journal like active journalism and going out when they had the uh the autonomous zone in uh you know in seattle and uh when they had just all the blm riots whatever like these guys were like they'd catch a plane and they were there but those people even then like were 
these people will be like, hey, you know, this this guy here, like Elijah Schaefer's here, like, and, and that's which one of the good things about the 2020, the mask and all of that stuff, it gives people like that, you know, a chance to cover their face, whatever, and remain somewhat anonymous because those people, if they got word, if those crowds got word yeah. that those people were there amongst them doing, you know, some, some journalism or whatever, like, that, that's not good. I know that Elijah Schaefer guy had a gun pulled on him. Uh, he had video of that. Yeah. Like they, yeah, these people are vicious, man. Yeah, and so their safety is compromised, and the opposite is never true. So by that, if um, if a left-wing journalism was to show up to, to the rally on the 6th in Washington, even amongst all those Trump voters, they their safety wouldn't be compromised. Nobody's going to bother them. You know, and so, but they'll tell you that that Trump voters are, are violent extremists, and um, do they really, really lowered the bar for what equates? So now to terrorism. So just for by voting for Trump, you're a terrorist, right wing extremism and terrorism. So and that's one of the things that the Biden administration um, keeps harping on is is white nationalism and homegrown terrorism that aren't real things until you lower the bar so low that. If you have an American flag in your yard, you're a terrorist. Like that's that's what <clears throat> seems to me that the angle that they're taking it's it's just pretty bad. But well, it's kind of like they've done with racism. Like if you call everyone a racist, you know when you come across a true racist, it's just yeah, when you're just another racist. Oh, they've they've, they've cheapened yeah, the water and everything down. Yeah, you've kind of lowered the bar so much that you know everything is so. It, it, it is so racist. I mean, what qualifies as racism? Being white? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, in, in today's yeah. standards. Yeah. Uh, well, n- not even that, because um, in, for the life of me, I can't remember who it is, the, uh, the black conservative commentator that was, he was on a, a nationally syndicated uh, television show, but it was just audio only. Maybe maybe it was a radio show, I can't recall, but um, the, the a black female... Uh, host was accusing him of you know talking about his white privilege. <laughs> I don't have white privilege. Yes, you do. He's a black guy. Yeah. He thought he was a white guy. So, um, yeah, she had egg all off on her face. That was pretty beautiful. But it's, it's so it doesn't have anything actually to do with race. Like they don't care about race. They care about your political affiliations, which is why they're vetting people that are enlisting into the military and otherwise um, vetting the people and seeing what their political allegiances are that are at the Capitol right now in the National Guard, which is extremely unethical and concerning as well. But yes, they, they, they only care about political affiliations and, and maintaining their power base, and, and they don't want anybody that's going to question any of that. I was trying to find a video because it, uh, it just talking about the white privilege, all that stuff, and the BLM, and um, there was a video, and I believe it's an old clip. I'd seen it before, but it was a guy that had... It, that had ran up on a uh, a female, like literally ran um, up to a female. She's walking down a sidewalk, and uh, he's like, oh, "Excuse me, ma'am. You know, I, I work for BLM, and you know, basically talks about uh, oh, yeah, yeah, her yeah. her white privilege. Yeah, and uh, I need you to uh, I need you to kneel down. No, and uh, you know, and apologize for your." Uh, for your white privilege, which I, I I ran across it. Like I said, was this an old video I ran across last night? But can you imagine somebody that, running? But that, that guy was actually just joking, I think. She, but she did do it. She did. Yeah. Really? I didn't see that. She did. She, oh I mean, in the, on the middle of that, you know, in this. I guess it's like old Kathy from Chick-fil-A then, huh? But I, I just don't, I, I don't get it. Like with, um, with the white privilege stuff, I, I don't understand. Like that's a that's a mythical thing. I'm, it's not. Uh, it, it's not real. Like, I, and I can't imagine putting so much emphasis on someone's skin color. You know, there's there's good people and there's bad people, and skin color is like I mean, it's largely irrelevant in all of it, is it not? Well, certainly, and so, and we've talked about before Martin Luther King's um, rhetoric as far as 
judging people by the, the content of their character, not the color of their skin. Everything that they're preaching spits in the face of what he championed because you're judging people merely by the color of their skin and nothing to do with the content of the character on both sides. And that's a negative thing. According, don't, don't take my word for it. Take it. You, you guys champion MLK. Maybe you should start to actually listen to what he said. But that's one of the things with re- historical revision. They've they're tried to revise the, the things that he's said and, and and then just omit things that he actually said. So um, that that would be my take on on it. Um, something I think people need to know on a different subject. That um, walking back to what we we're talking about earlier. Apparently, there's a, an email an email going out. Um. Disguise is a, a pro-Trump email with a ma- so four times match status active until midnight stand with Trump. Democrats have tried to convict Trump with two sham impeachment trials, and now they have failed. The far left's new priority will be to go erase every achievement President Trump and Republicans achieved over the last four years. Thank you, NRSC HQ. Pay careful attention to the fine print that appears at the end of the message. Quote, if you want to help Republicans take back the Senate, t- uh, text WIN to 55404 to receive mobile alerts. Paid for by the NRSC. This is as swampy as it gets. This entity works for Mitch McConnell, not the Trump voters. Nowhere on the NRSC site can you find an official message protesting the election fraud. Nope, more business as usual. Raise more money to stuff into the pockets of the swamp approved psycho fans who despise Trump voters. Yeah, people need to be aware of that. Because So you've got one of uh, Mitch McConnell's fundraising apparatuses trying to, to uh, fundraise off of Trump's name. Pathetic. People need to be really, really... Uh, careful where they stick their money like i said before you can give your money screw the republican party you can give it to project veritas somebody that's going to do bona fide election fraud investigations and actually try to beat back the bushes on election fraud not don't ever give to the republican party right now again real journalist yes here they're trying to figure out where russia's 15 million listeners ago now oh there's more than 15 million he's got more than that i want to say he's got around 40 what uh, what website is that? New York Times. That's yeah, one. he's he's got between forty and forty five million. Yeah, he's dude. He's on parallel, man. He's untouchable. Yeah, right here it says forty three million listeners. iHeartRadio. Dude, like I said, that 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 guy's a, he was a, an absolute legend, dude, an icon and a monster. Forty three million regular listeners. Wow. Yeah, that guy was a stalwart, dude. He's and and the bad thing about Rush Limbaugh is, man, there's nobody to really take the reins. I was wondering about that. Yeah, no, there's no dude, the way his brain worked, the way he his the analytical aspect, the way he looked at things and broke stuff down. He's been he's been doing it longer, and in, in like the new more modern era, he's been doing it longer than anyone else. And so, and that's one of the things I said growing up, when when uh, Clinton was in office and and listening to him break it down, and I remember. You know, uh, America held hostage day number one, and then so on and so forth over over eight years over his two presidential terms. Day America held hostage day number four hundred and whatever. Like uh, it was pretty crazy, man. It's uh that that's all we knew. Like I said, uh, Rush babies, man, grew up on Rush Limbaugh. That that is the way I am. If it wasn't for Rush Limbaugh, I wouldn't be political at all. I would have, you know, what I mean, I I'd be pretty pretty apolitical if uh, if it wasn't for Rush Limbaugh. Okay, so we were talking about just the the blatant bias and the softball questions that this guy gets, right? Right. So Newsweek article says, how did Joe Biden relax during his first President's Day weekend as president? By playing Mario Kart with his family. I, I don't believe that. I don't think that he's got the, the mental dexterity to play Mario Kart. I, I, I don't think so. No, think there's he, no way. He's still trying to figure out where he is. Yeah, they they probably he probably watched them play Mario Kart, wondering what the hell it was. Well, it, it goes on to say it says it during his weekend retreat at Camp David, Biden and his granddaughter, which uh, yeah, I do don't need to be around kids. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Naomi played the racing video game and he won. No. <laughs> yeah, now now right. I know you're lying. Yeah. This guy got all the power-ups and turtle shells and banana peels. So Naomi shared a, vi- a video to Instagram that showed Biden competing against Okay, we're going to have to Do we have that video cuz I want to see where I want to see if we can see his <laughs> controller and where it's plugged in at. No, that's this isn't it here. That's not it. That's a different video. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Oh no, he's sitting at the He's sitting there in an arcade. Okay, let's see. 
That's definitely. Turns out Biden's a Luigi guy. Oh, yeah. I figured him for a Yoshi. You think so? <laughs> I don't okay, know. So maybe she, a prince. All right. Well, yeah. she so she shares this to Instagram, and it's all of one second long, and it shows him winning. Dude, I don't buy any of this for multiple reasons, and it doesn't show him winning at all. It said that his granddaughter Naomi joked on her Instagram story since the president is rarely allowed to drive for security reasons now that he's president. He's, I don't think it's that, because he's president. That's what I was gonna, <laughs> no, yeah. I think it's for public safety. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you know, I, I would trust him backing up out of your driveway <laughs> more than uh, more than the other guy. More than, than Captain Reverso that yeah, uh, okay. works with us. And, that, and that's the thing, though. I think they're, they're trying to make this guy relatable. And he's just not relatable. Number one, number two. No, but they're trying to make the guy relatable and like he's common folk. Like, man, you're not playing that video game. Number one, number two, even if you were, you're still a total jerk. Um, I bet if you ask him two weeks from now what Mario Kart is, he couldn't answer it. He wouldn't know what it was. You can ask him today. He doesn't know what that is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it makes that guy any more relatable. Like, And I don't think it's because of the reasons you said. I think... Just because he's awkward around children, I, I think we've seen a lot, like quite a bit of that. I, I think we've seen enough yeah. of it to know yeah. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Which he even pets on his own grandchildren. It's very freaky. So here's another one that she posted. We bought him some swag since it's President, President's Day weekend, and he's, quote, literally the president. But it shows, dude, they're treating him just like, I mean, it's so bad because it looks like what it is. Like, it's just a senile old man that you're propping up like weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> that, I mean, he doesn't know what time it is. He just knows he's probably about to croak any day now. And you guys are freaking treating him this way. Like, this this guy will be in hospice inside of a year, dude. I mean, just looking at him. <laughs> look at it. I mean, seriously, look at this picture. Like, that looks like somebody you would find wandering around in Kroger looking for their, you know, oh, I'm lost. You know. <laughs> or freaking could knock on your door like they're, they're they're stuck in your ditch to have no idea where they're at and they're from two towns over well <laughs> he tells you he's trying to figure out where he is every day yeah, this, this guy here dude he's and and that's looks the, presidential to me and it's so bad because the, the guy literally has zero support nobody's excited about this guy while again the like we said earlier the the president continues to draw crowds the real president donald trump there, there's just there's no way 80, 80 to 81 million people voted for this guy. It's, it's so outlandishly ridiculous that anybody, they would even expect someone to believe that, which there's a, yet, and you're going to see this week to week while we're doing this, more and more evidence of voter fraud continues to come out, but people have just become tone deaf because they're under the impression that nothing can be done and nothing probably will be done, as, especially as far as rectifying the election. And it's even questionable what they're going to do to even try to mitigate voter fraud moving forward. So the Republican Party wants to address it now that they let the election get stolen. They want to address it so that it benefits them, which one of the questions that I have would be that if, you know, the people that have the mentality, we shouldn't vote again because elections are rigged. Yes, they are. I don't think not voting is the answer, but if that is the case, why are they so steadfast uh, um, in their efforts to make it where Donald Trump is unelectable in the future? Why are they doing that? I, so yeah, they're, I they're that question. Um, so that guy I, still poses so much of a threat. Right, so I, that, that's what I would contend. They're not going to be able to. Which so, and if you go back to as early as 2019, they were pushing for for universal mail in voting back then before you know anybody had even heard of coronavirus. So they they wanted this, and one could make the argument that this whole thing was uh, um, grossly over exaggerated, especially looking at. The, the statistics with the lack of flu the, this past flu season. So that you can make the argument that they, they, they construed that for universal. And I don't think it's crazy talk to say you, you guys push this so you could, you could do what you did and then you could steal the election. This, this is all pre, they stole the election dead to rights, free and clear. They, 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 they got away with it. And so, and they had a heavy assist from the Republican party. Um, so now again, well, you know, it was heavily politicized. I mean, just as far as like CNN, you know, the day after the election, we don't need this COVID death counter anymore. Yeah. We'll take that off our little sidebar here. Yeah. Which, like I said, it's exciting to me that, that, um, it's going to be interesting to see what, what kind of candidates Donald Trump puts forth. And so, 
um, the, the ones that he'll back. And so, like, um, like especially considering Mitch, Mitch McConnell's pro- approval rating is below, I want to say right now it's around 18% um, within the last three days. Liz Cheney's is, is below that. It's just another establishment swamp creature. Right. So my point being, with approval ratings that low and Liz Cheney, because she's in the House up for re-election in 2022, um, it'd be nice to see what kind of, if they can, if they can oust them, it would be, if they could surmount that and get her out would be. Will they still run as Republicans? I I don't know. It's funny because the, uh, that lion insignia, that the so like you have the 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 donkey and the and the elephant so he's they have they've made that lion insignia with like a star where the eye is it looks pretty pretty cool um so i don't know i i think that that he's playing their game if he's going to start a political party i think you you have to ha- he'd have to do that somewhat soon to make it viable for 2024 uh, and i th- i think i think that uh Politically, he he's especially with the impeachment stuff. I, I know they didn't want to do that prior to that. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he'll do that or not. But I mean, I, again, I, I you'd have my support. I think you would have eighty million people's support. And and not only that, by the by the end of Biden uh, bias Biden Harris term that's stolen and people know it's stolen. Dude, if Donald Trump forms his own political party, the Republican Party's done. And so that's why Lindsey Graham's going down there this weekend. He wants to ensure. That Donald Trump's not going to try to axe the Republican Party. Lindsey Graham's terrible. It's, I, I wish that Donald Trump would have denied denied him a meeting as well, because Lindsey Graham's the king of saying what he thinks people want to hear. I mean, he he created the full fledged modern day template for the quintessential garbage politician. Yes, man. So when he thought it was politically convenient, expedient for him to trash Donald Trump after the January 6th ordeal, and and then he had to dial that back again for his political benefit and nobody else's. So these people, it's just, they'll do whatever it takes to survive. It's like the, literally like the game show Survivor, like stabbing backs, whatever it takes for you and you only. You don't care. And that's the thing. The thing that should be of utmost importance to Lindsey Graham would be his constituents who overwhelmingly guaranteed support Donald Trump. They, they supported investigating voter fraud. You, you, you didn't stand behind any of that. So you continue to piss on their head and rich yourself and then do whatever you know, you say a lot of good things at the most opportune times. That's why I think he's what I'm saying that, that he's perfected the template is that he's, he knows when to say when and how to say what. So during the Kavanaugh hearings, he said some good things, and then obviously he votes to confirm him, stuff like that. So people get the the optical illusion that he's a good guy because they they see the the sound clips and see him voting for for things that they agree with. When when it's something that's going to go anyways, when it's not controversial for you to stick with this, you you take the safe road with regularity. You're not bold, and that was the difference with Donald Trump. He's bold, um, and he's got balls, and he means what he says and says what he means, and you don't. You shouldn't have a meeting with that guy. That guy's toxic. Get the hell out of here, man. Like, you're exactly what we don't need, and people like you are exactly what we don't need. And he was the one trying to peddle Nikki Haley within the last few weeks to donors for a presidential run or a Senate run, but the donors weren't interested. Go, go, like, take the establishment nonsense. And, and so, and we were talking about this the other day, uh, Purdue is is already f- filing the paperwork to, to for another Senate run in Georgia. Dude, would you please go away? You're a loser. You suck. You Again, you're you're indebted to China as well. You're a garbage politician. You're, you're stereotypical in your establishment. Ride out of here, please, man. Just go the hell away. People don't want this. People, people in Georgia, dude, they got a lot of work to do, so... Uh, and yeah, do you think they can actually stand up and do it, though? Do you think they're willing to take that that step and make it happen? That's kind of my question. Even under the Trump administration, if you've got so much voter fraud going on in places like Georgia under the, you know, the Biden administration, how are they going to clean that up well, for, it's for it's coming a, well, elections? Because it's, a, it's at the state level. And so Georgia's <laughs> biggest problem is Stacey Abrams. Man, it's easy to mock Stacey Abrams because she looks so... She's so overweight. You know what I mean? Like she's just a, an ugly, overweight person. And so 
And she could, she could do herself a, a favor. Teeth, you could drive a truck through. Right. So no, she she uh, she she got uh, two million plus new voters. And granted, a lot of those were fraudulent, like underage convicts. And so when when they're talking about her great accomplishments, they they sometimes people neglect to to talk about how she got she got him. But really, if it works, that's irrelevant, is it not? Stacey Abrams is, uh, she's a force to be reckoned with as fraudulent as she is. Stacey Abrams, the, a big problem in Georgia. Dude, she's got, she generates tons of money because people know what they're getting. So the people that are behind this, the corporations and everybody else, and that was one of the big things in that, in that um, piece that referred to how the election was stolen with all these big corporate donors throwing money into the election, Mark Zuckerberg being one of them, um, Stacey Abrams is one of the vacuums that sucks all that up. She generates tons, tons of dirty money to steal elections. And so how, how do you beat that? I, I don't know, especially with the establishment Republicans that are in the state level legislature and, and governance. So your governor, secretary of state, I think we talked about this last week, the governor, secretary of state, the election, which I want to say the uh, Fulton County, I think they just uh, canned the election commissioner down there, if I'm not mistaken. Um, was it because that pipe burst on election night? Right. And that's that's the crazy thing. There's no fraud. There's no fraud when you literally like, oh, this is routine for them to pull these, uh, f- to convince people that a pipe broke. So your poll watchers and the media departs. You look ar- like, and again, you're looking at the body language of the people that, that were left behind. Like they're making sure the coast is clear. They're checking to make sure that nobody's watching. And then you pull cases right. out from under a table. Um, yeah, don't call them suitcases because that not suitcases, right? So, um, what do we have there? Read that. Yes, yeah, as Fulton County Board votes to remove elections director Richard Barron was terminated in a three-two vote by the Fulton County Board of Registration and Elections on Tuesday. But so I don't know how compromised that whole committee is. So your board of elections, I mean, it'd be anybody's guess, but and how much power they had. But the um, now look up um, Gabe Sterling. And so, well, I can't, I'm trying to remember exactly that because he, there was some conflict of interest with him because he was holding a, an appointed position while, while having a stake of ownership in a company that, that equated to a conflict of interest. Which, if this guy doesn't look, I mean, we're talking about David Hogg last week. How how chokeable his neck is. This this guy's face like is so slappable. Like because his hair looks like a is, is silver, but it looks like a Lego man's hair. He, like you just slap this chubby prick so hard that his stupid hair flies off like a Lego man's hair. He's it looks body. like he gets up in the morning and just like puts his hair on. Yes, you know just what I'm talking slides about. Slides it on like a football. Not helmet. true or false? Does that guy's face not look a slap? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and the, that that guy's a dirt bag. <laughs> yeah, so that that article looks like it's making reference to what I was talking about. Yeah, that was in December. Mm-hmm. Investigation reveals serious suspicions about the head of the voting system in Georgia. That they they acted very very guilty, and and by, when I say you're acting guilty, the um, not only the lack of desire but the steadfast resistance to examining any of this. And and we'll be talking about this for a long long time because stuff will continue to come out. Which says that talking about his ties to China right there, if I'm not mistaken. I guess we'll we'll let Bernie Bernie send us off. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Thank, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to Common Man's Common Sense. Tune in next week, and then we can talk about paying for everyone's health care. Thank you so much for being with us this evening, Bernie. We really appreciate you stopping in. That's my our, pleasure. It's yeah, my pleasure. Absolutely. Where can I get a car? Where can I get some of those mittens again now? Where'd you say? I Listen, I, I don't want to talk about the mittens. Everybody's raving about the mittens. I, I really don't care. What I want to talk about is racism. And healthcare. What about college tuition? It's free, free for everyone. Free, for, it should be free for everyone. What about the people that didn't go to college, Bernie? That's what we keep talking about. Why do they have to fit the bill for this? Because they can afford it. But they didn't go to college. How can they that afford it? Well, what what we're, what we're going to do what we're, is, is raise the minimum raise the minimum wage to thirty dollars an hour, so they'll be able to afford it. 
Just raise, raise it to $100 an hour. Oh, man, I think that's how we're going to end it then. You, you can raise it to $100 an hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Common Man's Common Sense. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next week.